Hola, Jumbo Ecabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hello, my people, and welcome back to the podcast. Um, it is the first episode in December 2021, episode 39. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about five ways to stay motivated or to not lose momentum on your financial journey. If you follow me on Instagram, I just shared how um, how I um, you know I went over budget on the on Black Friday shopping, and you know that's real. That happens sometimes. We may go slightly off course, you know, on our financial journey and on any journey that we might be on. And so, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, right, chances are you are on some financial journey. It could be a journey to being more financially aware and financially literate. It could be a journey to becoming debt-free, which is huge. A journey to early retirement. A journey to just on-time retirement. A journey to being work optional. Or a journey to creating generational wealth. Or a journey to even buying a house, right? Whatever that is for you. But if you're listening, you're probably on some type of journey. And, And that's wonderful. We all are. Right. And when I think about my financial aha moment in 2007, um, when I graduated and I couldn't find a full time job and I had to take a job in a factory, I think about that time and I think about the time between that day and when I became debt free in 2011. You know, I know that my financial journey, it got lonely at times. Right. Um, and after that, you know, from 2011 onwards, there were periods where it was just an autopilot where I wasn't really learning much or doing much else just cause I was just like, ah, ah. I kind of lost interest in, in learning new things from a financial standpoint. And that just, that happens. And so I share this to acknowledge that financial journeys aren't always smooth. It's not always on the up and up and up. You know, I had times where I kind of got back in a little bit of credit card debt because I went crazy with spending. Um, And so these journeys aren't always smooth, right? And that's coming from someone that's generally, you know, hyped up about being on top of my finances. So not to talk with people that, you know, maybe don't have as much of an interest in the topic. And I always say that you don't have to be, have too much of an interest in personal finance for you to set yourself up to be fine financially. Some goals take time and burnout can happen. And that's just real. That's real life. And so how can we stay motivated? How can we, you know, not lose momentum as we work towards our different financial goals? Today, I'm sharing five tips to help us all on that journey. So let's go. Number one is remember your why. And this is so foundational to anything else I'm going to talk about. That's why I wanted to make this the very first point, you know, that I bring up. Because if you're not grounded in your why, you may just end up focusing on just getting more, more, more. And that does nothing for motivation, right? Um, Why is this financial journey or financial goal? Why is it important to you? Why do you want to accomplish this? 
what makes it so important for you to make this something that you're working towards. Um, so for example, if I'm someone that's working so that, you know, my kids have a better head start in life than I did. And so if my goal is to become debt free, I know that my why is to create generational wealth, right? And in, 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 in my example, generational, generational wealth can be that, you know, my kids don't have to start out with, you know, a ton of debt, as much debt as I started out my life with. That's, that's a big why right? A why be maybe to be work optional so I can spend more time with my family and friends, or I can spend more time, you know, in my community. So remember your why when you're starting to get discouraged, remember, okay, why is it that you're doing this in the first place? And hopefully, you know, best case scenario is that you have this why written down, write down your why when you're pretty hype and inspired so that when you're low, you're not looking for your why you're going back to where you've written it down. And if you end up, you know, doing something like a financial vision board, which I've talked about, that would be a wonderful thing to kind of go back to when you're feeling a little bit discouraged. Now, in, in the show notes, I'll link the episode where I talk about, um, you know, having financial vision boards and why, why those are um, important and how you can create your own. The second point is this on staying motivated on your financial journey is don't make it a journey of deprivation. I know that there are many voices in the personal finance space, and I'm just one of them, right? Um, But if you make an entire journey about what you cannot have and what you cannot do, there's nothing more demoralizing than that. And I say this while acknowledging that, yes, while I was paying off my debt, there were certain things that I did not do, right? So eating out, I mostly cut that out and all of that, but it was for a short period of time. It wasn't a long-term thing. And there were things that I made sure to still make room for while I was paying off my debt. So for example, I went on one trip while I was paying off my debt. Because if the entire journey is about what you cannot have and what you cannot do, that's just a terrible way to exist in the long term. So I understand short-term sacrifices, but your entire existence cannot be hopping from one sacrifice to another. An easy way to lose motivation is to just deprive yourself of everything that you enjoy, of everything that you love, right? And so, you know, make room in your budget for the things and experiences that bring you joy and add value to your life while acknowledging that some portions of the journey, hopefully shorter term, may call for, you know, um, extreme or some sort of of sacrifice, but let's not make it a, a lifetime thing, okay? And then the third thing is this, right? Um, breaking it down into smaller goals and celebrating the milestones. So setting goals with realistic timelines is important. So let's say I'm setting a goal to, you know, buy a house in, you know, in three years, right? And so to do that, I have to save my down payment over the course of those three years. And as someone that saved for a down payment for a very long time, this, you know, because, you know, I had to save it in cash and I was having no help from anywhere, This goal took me a long time to get to, right? Because I was, you know, incurring rent, you know, living where I'm living and then saving extra, saving any, saving my disposable income towards that. So it took a long time, right? It took a couple of years to get to my desired goal. And so if I say I'm trying to save $40,000 for down payments, right? And that's going to take me three years. I need to break that down to say, okay, year one, I'm going to save, you know, $10,000, Year two, maybe I'll save 15 or something of the sort. And year three, I'll save $15,000. So saying $40,000 
Well, it just sounds, that just seems overwhelming, right? But breaking it down to, okay, $10,000 in one year or $5,000 in one year, or even $1,000 in one year, that just makes it seem more achievable. And so I'm not overwhelmed by my own goal, right? Because sometimes, you know, just goals that are just massive can be overwhelming. And that's why when I set my goals for the year, both financial and otherwise, I set the big goals for the year, but then I break it down into what am I going to do each quarter, to get me there by the end of the year. Um, And so, you know, as you work on your financial journey and write down your goals and your plans, you know, break it down into smaller goals. And as you do that, celebrate the milestones. I'm very, very big, big on doing that, right? So decide how you celebrate when when you reach each milestone. You know, will you post it on Instagram or, you know, in a Facebook community that you belong to? Will you share it with your best friends and with your accountability partner? Will you order a drink at Starbucks or order pizza or go out for dinner? Or if it's a massive milestone, will you go on a trip to celebrate? Um, I, I think celebrating, you know, the first $50 saved is as important as celebrating your $1,000 and and celebrating getting to zero net worth is great as celebrating getting a 100K net worth. Right. So, of course, don't go blowing your money in the name of celebration, but make room to acknowledge, you know, how far you've come and the steps that you've taken and the discipline that it's taken to get you where you are. And when I think about my debt payoff journey, you know, I really didn't have anyone to celebrate it with or a way to celebrate that accomplishment. Um, I think one of the things that I did was, you know, you know, go on a trip and all that stuff. I in 2011, after I paid off my debts. Um, I went to Peru and 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 uh, Bolivia, and I also went to London to see my sister because my my niece was born. Um, I didn't really talk about it as that's what I was celebrating, but you know, paying off the debt gave me permission to be able to make more room for some of those things to take a bigger you know place in my in my budget. Um, but I wish I was I had a community to share it with and and, and all of that. Um, but I have a net worth tracker with milestone celebration ideas. So that way, when you hit different milestones, um, there are things that you can do and many are free. Some may cost, you know, maybe something really small to celebrate. So that way, it's just putting in something in place to, to celebrate your milestones as you see, as you see fit. And that keeps you kind of motivated on, on the journey. And next thing, which is super duper duper key, number four, is finding community. There's nothing like being supported by like-hearted and like-minded people on your financial journey. My first community was blogs. And well, let me confess, I wasn't one that participated. I read some blogs religiously to just, you know, see what people have done. And I would like to look at their progress to see how far they've come. Um, People that kind of were in similar life situations to me. Of course, they were the most relatable, but there were others where it was just nice to see how they started and how they ended up and to see the journey and the progress. I found that to be, you know, encouraging, even though I wasn't really a commenter. um, I think my first community was personal finance blogs back in 2007. Um, I will say that it's only been in relatively more recent years that I've been able to have money conversations with more of my family and my friends. And, And I also want to acknowledge that, you know, not everybody has that, right? Um, and, and, but there is community for everybody somewhere. You just have to find where you plug in. Um, and you know, we're not meant to do life alone and certainly not meant to go through or go on our financial journeys alone. 
And so having money conversations with family, with friends, with even colleagues that you're close to or close with, not to brag about where you are, but for a shared sense of purpose, for encouragement and for accountability will keep you motivated. And for those that may not have community, you know, with the family and friends or people that just understand what they're doing and why they're trying to get finances on track, right? The beautiful thing about today and technology is that you can find community online. And I found community first online before I found it offline. And nowadays there are more blogs than you could count. There are podcasts like this. There are Instagram pages, TikToks, Twitter, of people sharing their journeys, Facebook groups, of people sharing their journeys, failures, wins, and successes. You know, yes, I'd love for you to listen to the podcast and follow on Instagram and join my mailing list so you can get, you know, the inside scoop. But I also want to shout out one other community that I have benefited from over time, and it is Budget Nista's Dreamcatchers community. When I decided to, you know, kind of get back into the into the swing of, you know, being on my financial journey, I joined the Facebook group maybe in 2017 and I'm not, I don't always participate. I rarely comment. I will do, I do comment every now and then, but I think it's the best example of community that I've seen. I love how people, you know, go in there, ask questions and people are always responding. The community runs itself. Like, I don't think Tiffany really has to jump in there to say anything to moderate because the community, people are pouring into each other. People ask questions and you have hundreds of responses. People go in and celebrate their wins to say, okay, I finally bought a car or I finally paid a thousand dollars off my debt or I finally, you know, reduced my credit card by this amount or I finally bought a house. Regardless of the milestones, people around support, respond, congratulate. And I just love, love, love being a part of that. So if you're one that's looking for community, I would say join the Dreamcatchers um, group on Facebook. It's such an amazing um, financial um, financial journey. Um, and so on the flip side, I also do want to acknowledge that sometimes, you know, people's content might be triggering for you, right? And so if someone's, you know, financial journey or content you, you find triggering, I would say, you know, feel free to unfollow them or to mute them for a while while you work through that. Uh, but I also think that while you do that, I, I want you to sit with those feelings, acknowledge them, but also try to understand why it is that their content is triggering for you. Is it just their tone and how they post? Does it seem like bragging to you? Is it that you just don't like them? Or is it that their successes are highlighting a particular pain point in your own life and you're interpreting that as a signal of your own failure? And so to highlight this, so just summarize community. You know, there's, we're not meant to do life alone. Please find a community and plug in. And, you know, if you're looking to maybe have more money conversations with family and friends, um, I have a podcast episode about why we need to talk about money more. Please refer to that episode and hopefully it gives you some tips on how to, on how to, to go about it. And so the five, the fifth final point on how to stay motivated and not lose momentum on your financial journey is this, is reevaluate on an ongoing basis, right? Because, you know, where I was financially, you know, in 2007, when I had no job and debt to pay off and, and nobody in my life to talk to about my financials, my finances is different from where I am today, right? And, and it's important to acknowledge that because my goals, life has changed. Um, my circumstances have changed. 
Um, and so should your finances and your financial journey and goal. And so reevaluate re what your motivations are, reevaluate what your goals are, and reevaluate your finances on an ongoing basis. One of the reasons that we lose motivation is that our financial goals have not been updated to match our current realities or even our own individual evolution. Imagine continuing to save for a down payment when you've decided that you want to move to another country where you'll be renting. It's that time of the year where many of us are getting into reflection mode. I don't know about you, but I'm in big time reflection mode and I will be, you know, through the rest of the year. I usually start this in October after my birthday, so I take my time to reflect. Um, and so it's the perfect time to reevaluate your goals. It's the perfect time to, you know, refresh our motivation. It's the perfect time to have conversations with people that we want to keep us accountable on our journey. And so I wanted to put this episode out there because I know that it can get tiring. It can seem long. It can seem, seem endless. But um, if we put things in place in our lives to help us through those kind of rough patches or help us remember to remember our why, remember to reassess um, um, where we are and, and what we're working towards, I think that's just a great thing to do to help us stay motivated, get recentered, get realigned with ourselves and with our purpose. So I hope this episode has given you some tips on how to think about reactivating your, your, your inspiration around your financial journey. And, and if you have, you know, please um, share this episode with someone that might just be needing to, to listen. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next week. Ciao. Bye. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as we go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odavo. See you next time.